Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Dealing with Stupidity. This episode is basically going to be called Traffic Light Etiquette. For questions and comments, please contact me at dwstupidity at gmail.com or go to the website dealingwithstupidity.com and head over to the contact page, fill out the little form, or go, uh, or you can contact me through Twitter at uh, dealingwithstupidity at dwstupidity. So this week's pointless lesson is on is another one on bad drivers, but we're taking a different look or a different situations. And I say pointless because nobody adheres to this shit, but I'm going to preach it anyway. So, you know, it's basically on traffic lights or signals or what have you. And as we all know, bad drivers are everywhere and you can get bent out of shape if you let them. So here are a few thoughts or an exa- or <laughs> and or examples that I deal with routinely. And uh, I'm sure many of you can identify with these because it's pretty damn common. And it's just, it baffles me still to this day. And for the ones that can't identify with any of these and don't understand what I'm talking about, well, this shit's for you. The first topic we're going to talk about is basically the yellow light. You know, the ones that slow down and wait for a yellow light to happen are uh, basically slowing down, waiting for the red light to happen when it turns yellow, or slamming on your brakes for a yellow light. I see this all the time, and it doesn't matter where the hell I am. Every city I've ever driven in in my life, basically, since I was able to drive. It's, it's been a little while. For whatever reason, some people feel the need to slow down as they near a traffic light, almost as if they're waiting for it to turn yellow. And then there's the rash idiots that I've noticed where they are almost to the light, and the second it turns yellow, bam, they slam on the brakes. I don't understand that. I mean, I know you want to be cautious and everything, but a yellow light does not mean slam on your fucking brakes, right? I think we can all agree with that. Especially if there's nobody else in the intersection. I mean, I came close, actually not that long ago, to rear-ending, <laughs> yeah, rear-ending one this, this, I'll call her a bitch, because she drove like an idiot. And she was at the threshold where there is no way you could get caught by the red light. What the fuck was that? Who you is, motherfucker? Leave a message. Anyway, there's no way she could have gotten caught by a red light. She was at that threshold where she had plenty of time to make it. And it was as as if she had her eyes on the light itself. And the second it turned yellow, bam, she slams on the brakes and skids into the intersection. What does that tell you? What is that? She had enough speed going where she could have easily made it. But as soon as it turned yellow, she slams on the brakes and skid into the intersection. I mean, not all the way to the middle, but I would say a quarter easily where she could have just kept on going and, and nobody would have known the difference. I mean, she put down a patch. I mean, the speed limit on this street was 40, is 45. And I, drew, I drive around 
you know, five, 10 miles over the speed limit. So she was doing a pretty good clip too, but she, you know, she went right out in there. Fortunately, I noticed this and for some reason, I don't know. I felt it coming probably because I've, I've, I've uh, come across this so often. So she could have made the damn light easily, but no, she was too scared. Slams on the brakes or maybe she was looking for a payday, hoping I'd run right in the fucking ass of her. And I don't know what, I don't know what was going through her mind. Then while she's sitting there, she had the nerve to try to back up. I see the fucking reverse lights come on. And like, she's backing up. Well, she backs up to where I am, where I'm at the line now, you know, I'm at the crosswalk, probably a little bit past it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you're the one that fucked up and you want me and the guy behind me to back up. So I'm rolling down my window and I'm honking at her and say, you know, I'm I'm telling her basically, go ahead and go through it. You're already blocking traffic from all sides in every direction and they're waiting you to get the hell out of the way. Why are you inconveniencing us? You're already out there. Just fucking go. You may as well finish your project, whatever the hell you were doing for, for fuck's sake. There's obviously not a cop around to give you a ticket. That bullshit move would have had you pulled over already. But she didn't, like a moron, and she starts backing up. So me and the guy behind me, we back up too because I guess we're pussies. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking, you've already fucked up. Keep going. Because if a cop would have seen you skid out into the fucking intersection and ever, nobody can go until you get the fuck out of the way, well, then, you, yeah, you would have gotten a ticket. But no, you want to back up, inconvenience everybody else because you're a dumbass. So what is it? Do, I mean, it's been a while. So I did a little research. I mean, I was thinking to myself, do people actually think yellow means stop? No, it doesn't. It just means continue with caution. And what in the world? In what world does yellow mean? Slam on your fucking brakes and cause yourself to get rear-ended by someone that's trying to get somewhere. So here's what I found out. I did a little research on this on DMV.org, no less. Yes, Department of Motor Vehicles.org. You know the whole nationwide rules of the road website. Uh, so this is for you out there, you people that obviously forgot somewhere between taking your driver's test to get your license and now probably doing meth in a Walmart bathroom. This shit's for you and are probably for people who need a refresher course. You know, it's been a while, but shit ain't changed much. And for you that already know this, well, just listen anyway. Couldn't hurt. So, <clears throat> the topic of this certain, uh, I, I would post the link on my website, but apparently I didn't save it, but you can go to dmv.org and just type in traffic lights. You'll fucking find it, okay? Steady light, and th- there's a, the section is steady light traffic signals. I'm reading this for you. Typically, traffic signals either appear with a steady light or a flashing light. The message behind the steady light signal differs depending upon the color of the light. I can't believe I have to read this. All right. Steady right. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. No, fuck it. 
steady red, red light signals uh, a stop. When approaching an intersection, you must stop before the pedestrian crosswalk. In some states, you can turn right after stopping at a steady red light. You might also turn left if you are turning from one one-way street to another. Consult your state's driver's handbook for more information. Keep in mind that even if you can turn right or left on red, you must always give pedestrians the right of way. This is fucking common sense. I can't believe I have to read this. But apparently, some of you out there don't fucking know it. So I'm reading this. This is for you. I'm not pointing you out, trying to make you feel like an asshole, but you're being an asshole because you don't know this shit. Steady yellow light signals that the light uh, signals that the light will turn red soon. You notice, <laughs> well, two things. One, that it's written like for fourth grade reading level, and two, I'm reading it at less than a fourth grade reading level. So uh, I got smart somewhere, but also I'm kind of dumb. It's a steady yellow light signal that the light will turn red soon. So you must either come to a, a safe stop before a crosswalk or... If you can't stop safely, underline that, proceed with caution through the intersection before the light turns red. I'm going to repeat that. If you can't stop safely, proceed with caution through the intersection before the light turns red. Remember, you can still receive a traffic ticket if the light turns red while you drive through the intersection, a yellow light doesn't necessarily mean hurry. Now I'm going to have to correct that. In real life, in the real world, it's different. And this is bullshit. They're trying to scare you. A yellow light, there, there's a threshold you get to when you're coming to a yellow light where do I go or do I stop? You know, I mean, it's usually a second and you got a second to react less than a second that's where i say punch it because even if i don't know if you people know this even if it goes from yellow to red the cross-section light does not turn green for another half second or second which means a lot while you're doing 40 45 miles an hour so even if yours turns red and you're through it you still got a little bit of leeway you'll be through it before the other time before the other light turns green so when you do see that yellow light, you got to commit. I'm not talking when you're fucking 10 yards or 10, 20 yards back. I mean, if you're like right on that threshold and it turns yellow, what it really means in the real world is hurry the fuck up. That's exactly what it means. Get your ass in gear and go for it, for God's sake. Commit to it, go for it, and own that motherfucking light. All right. People need to know that. Ooh. Excuse me. People need to know that. Don't slam on your brakes. You're, you're endangering you. You're endangering the person behind you. And if you're going too fast for it to happen, you're endangering the person that's going to fucking T-bone your ass when you slide into the fucking middle of the intersection. Whatever. All right. Green light. Steady green light means you can proceed. Assuming, assuming you can do safely. Before you drive ahead, ensure no posted signs prohibit your crossing. Also, keep your eyes open for pedestrians and other drivers ahead. That's fucking common sense, but apparently some people don't have that. 
When a steady green arrow appears at the same time as a steady red light, you may proceed in the direction of the arrow after yielding to pedestrians and other vehicles that might have the right of way. That's a whole other topic right there. How many times have you come across that and people lock up like it's the most confusing thing they've ever witnessed? For Christ's sakes, if you have a green arrow, meaning left or right, fucking go. Just because the straight ahead people have a red light, that doesn't mean shit. Look, I'm confused. There's an arrow that's green, but but that one's red. God damn. Fucking take it, people. Fucking take it. And there are and then there are stop signs. Yes, there needs to be a refresher course on this as well. You wouldn't think so, would you? Well, you do. Not everybody. Most people actually get this, believe it or not. Most people do. But for those that don't, I'm here to school you a little bit. So take the crack pipe out of your mouth and let me read up on it for you. Read up on it. Let me, I'll just repeat it so you don't have to go to the fucking website yourself. Right of way rules at an intersection. At an intersection, it can be difficult to anticipate the actions of other drivers. These general rules were created to decrease the chance of a collision and to alert other drivers when right-of-way should be given. Yield the right-of-way at an intersection when you are at a T-intersection. Yield to the the traffic on the through-road. No-brainer here. It actually says that. No-brainer here. But apparently, there's a problem. I have actually seen this where people just fucking turn left all willy-nilly thinking, you know, thinking it was a three-way stop even though there's not a three-way stop. And and they just haven't noticed the, the, the through road. They're not stopping, but some of these fucking people just blurt on out there. So, and if you don't understand that, then um, my suggestion to you is turn the car around. Go home, turn the car off, go inside, take the keys out of your pocket, and throw them in the fucking garbage. Next point. Rules for uh, right-of-way at an intersection. Are just yield to the right-of-way at an intersection when returning to the road after the car has been parked. No-brainer. You arrive at a stop sign at the same time as another vehicle. Here are the points here. Yield to the vehicle on your right. Now, apparently, people are either too selfish, too stupid, or just complete assholes and don't understand this one. How many times have you come up to a four-way stop and everybody just fucking locks up? Nobody seems to get it. They freeze, and and there's a look of panic on them. Oh, my God. What do I do? Oh, dear God, what do I do? The horror. All the damn time. Vehicle on your right has the right of way. Or, next point, they say, another vehicle reaches the intersection first. That guy gets the right of way. And you know, a lot of times I've noticed it's the people that gets there first, that gets there, that get there first, that don't realize they have the right of way. So they sit there, and you're sitting there, and you're like, go, dummy. What the fuck are you waiting on? 
just fucking go. So it's, it's a lot of times it's the motherfucker that gets there first doesn't understand it. Yeah, you got it. Go. And you see the guy that you left just sitting there and looking at you with his hands up like, what the fuck? That's the international signal of you're being a dumbass. Get going. Next is when you're making a turn and another vehicle is going straight. It's, that These are simple bullet points. Like I said, you can go to dmv.org and find all this shit right away rules at an intersection. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. Now here's another one. This one gets me all the time. Now this one, it by the book, it's illegal, right? But there's certain instances where I say just fucking go for it, okay? Like when you get a light, with right turn arrows or left turn arrows. You know the ones where you where it's green where the straight on traffic is green but the left lane has the two red arrows, right? So you're supposed to sit there and wait. I say just go. Now don't just go if there's traffic on coming, right? I'm talking about the instances where there's nobody else's round. Or treat it like a um like you would if there was no arrows there. If it's clear to go, then fucking go. Just because those arrows are there, that this is just me, this is my suggestion. Basically somebody came up with the idea because they think you are too stupid to know when to turn left. Either regardless of the fact ninety percent of the fucking traffic lights out there don't have the left fucking arrow. But uh, uh, for some reason, occasionally come up with this on this and it's against the law and you will get a ticket if you're caught doing it. But when it's five in the fucking morning or you're on your way to work and there's that one fucking street that has it and you get and then you get stuck behind this guy that's too scared to turn left because the red light is telling him not to, regardless of the fact there's no oncoming traffic. He just sits there. Maybe the guy knows he's too stupid to trust himself. I don't know what it is. But if you have a lick, lick of sense, just fucking take the left. Nobody else on God's green earth is near us. Just me behind you. So please just go. I'm not going to turn you in. I want to get somewhere. Take that left if there's nobody coming. Why, why do people do that? I get it. If there's a ton of traffic and you're too scared, you're too timid, whatever. But if you're on a road and you see nobody else around you or maybe just the other guy, you know, who wants to take his left and he's got the same fucking problem, he's confused, and nobody is moving, that makes y'all idiots to me anyway. Especially if there's nobody around. If there's nobody around, it's me and you behind this left, red left arrow. Take that fucking left. You know, I've been known. <clears throat> maybe I'm, a, I'm an asshole. But I go around that guy sometimes. If I'm sitting behind you, there's nobody around. And you can clearly see there's no cops around. I'm going around you to take that left. 
But I had this one asshole not long ago who honked at me for doing that. Like, what are you doing? It's it says red. It's red. You can't do that. The fuck you. I'm going. You sit here and pick your ass and look like a moron. I'm going. I got shit to do. I want to go home. I don't want to sit here behind your fucking idiot ass. I think that if that ever happens again, just to fuck with the guy that honks at me, when I hear him honk, I'm just going to stop, back up, get beside him, beside him, roll down my window and say, thank you so much. I don't know what I was thinking going around you in the, and there's nobody else around to see what's going on, but thank you so much. I feel so much better now. I'm just going to back up and get behind you and wait another fucking two, four, five fucking minutes for you to decide what the fuck you're going to do. Nah, that'll never happen. I'll never do that. Fuck you. You sit there and look like the jerk off. Whatever. And that brings up another point. And you people out there that honk when you see somebody somebody wanting to get somewhere and they're not hurting anybody and there's nobody else around and they're running the light or they're taking the left on red or whatever. If there's nobody around except for you and you honk like, stop it, stop it. Well, mind your own fucking business. Now, if he's endangering somebody, I get it. But there's nobody else around. They just creep through a stop sign because you're the moron who doesn't want to go anywhere. Or you're sitting there. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Not paying attention. Fuck off. Mind your own fucking business. Okay. And then there's the topic of turn signals. This one is just. All I can say on that is fucking use them. Just use them. So the people that see you coming, know what the fuck you're going to do. It's just common courtesy. That's all I got to say on that. Just fucking use them. Asshole. Just use that shit. So to refresh your memory, hit rewind a couple of times, and there you go. It's common sense. And and if any of this confused you, which it probably did, because I read like third grade level, um, Go to dmv.org and look up the shit because a lot of you some bitches out there need a refresher course. So I'm done with that. That's my little rant, my little lesson of the week. Let's go on to uh, somewhat current stupid events. I found this silly shit the other day and I had to share it with somebody. And I found the original article over a week ago when I was just going through some bullshit on the internet, whatever. Well, since then I found a couple of other updates on this guy and I'm just, I'm just going to go fill you in on the highlights. There's just so much craziness coming out of this guy's head. There's to me, it, it has me concerned what kind of people are out there. Um, so I was, <laughs> I have this weird, problem with these flat earth fucking people and so i googled someone flat earth or whatever and i came up against some um come up with them on this fucking dude and this is from an article from redlands daily facts.com uh the article was uh by pat graham ap sports writer published november 21st 2017 title of it Self-taught, 
<laughs> Self-taught rocket scientist plans to launch over San Bernardino County ghost town. Basically, it's a story in this guy. His name's Mad Mike Hughes, a limo driver slash self-taught rocket scientist. Yep, you heard that right. Self-taught rocket scientist. Because you can teach yourself that. Basically, he's building his own rocket out of fucking garbage and plans to launch high enough to take pictures of the Earth to prove it's flat. So here's some of the best parts. Hughes is a 61-year-old limo driver who spent the last few years building a steam-powered rocket out of salvage parts in his garage. His project has cost him $20,000, which includes rust-oleum paint to fancy it up, and a motorboat, motorboat, motorhome he bought on Craigslist that he converted into a ramp. He's, his first test of the rocket will also be the launch date, Saturday, when he straps into his homemade contraption and attempts to hurdle over the ghost town of Amboy. He will travel about a mile at a speed of roughly 500 miles per hour. Uh, I'll, I'll post pictures of this hunk of shit on the website. On the blog page, the same uh, page where I post a link to the uh, podcast so you can see what a hunk of fucking shit this thing is. Um, then he goes on. Uh, here, here's his first great quote. If you're not scared to death, you're an idiot. It's scary as hell, but none of us are getting out of this world alive. I like to do extraordinary things that no one else can do. And no one in the history of mankind has designed, built, and launched himself his own rocket. I'm a walking reality show. No, dude, you're a walking idiot. You're a walking dipshit. And you're probably going to kill yourself in the process. The daredevil slash limo driver has been called a little bit of everything over his career. Eccentric, quirky, foolhardy. Doesn't bother him. He believes what he believes, including that the earth is flat. He knows this thought is a conundrum, given that he's about to launch himself into the atmosphere. Down the road, he's intending to build, he's intending to build a rocket that takes him into space so he can snap pictures and see with his own eyes. Here's the next quote. Fucking gorgeous. I don't believe in science, said Hughes, whose main sponsor for the rocket is Research Flat Earth. Go figure. I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air, about the certain size of rocket nozzles and thrust. But that's not science. That's just formula. There's no difference between science and science fiction. I'm going to read that again. Yeah, he said this. There's no difference between science and science fiction. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're a dipshit. This will actually be the second time he's constructed and launched a rocket. His, uh, he jumped on a private. Pro Here we go. He jumped on a private property in Winkleman, Arizona, on January thirtieth, twenty fourteen, and traveled thirteen thirteen hundred seventy four feet. He collapsed after landing. The G forces taking his his the G forces taking a toll, and needed three days to recover. So you almost killed yourself once for building a rocket out of dog shit, and you're gonna try it again, even higher. God damn, 
That distance, though, would have been enough to clear the Snake River Canyon, which is a jump daredevil Evil Knievel made famous when he failed to clear it during an attempt in 1974. Stuntman Eddie Braun did successfully zoom over the canyon using Knievel's original blueprint, original blueprints in September of 2016. Just don't mention Knievel around Hughes. He's not a fan. Here's his next great quote. He was an average stunt guy, said Hughes, a formal, formal, former motorcycle racer. He stole his look from Elvis. So he's a limo driver slash self-taught rocket scientist and formal motorcycle racer. Hmm. Dude, you're a limo driver that builds rockets out of shit. That's much more credible. I would rather trust... Ah, fuck it. I'm not getting into that. Hughes doesn't make all that much money. $15 an hour per limo driver plus tips. Uh, he scrounges parts. All right. That's why he scrounges for parts. Finding the aluminum for his rocket in metal shops and construction, constructing the rocket nozzle out of an aircraft air filter. <sighs> He gave it a good varnish and cheap paint, and his launch pad is attached to a motorhome he bought on Craigslist for $1,500. I want to inspire others. And you have to do something incredible to get anybody's attention. Oh, you're doing it, dummy. <laughs> That's like You just inspired me to build an F1 car out of cardboard and duct tape on a fucking red wagon. So I can, so I too can kill myself in predictable fashion. All right, so I'm gonna jump ahead here for a second. Okay, let's see. On the morning of the launch, Hughes will heat up 70 gallons of water in a stainless steel tank and then blast off between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. <clears throat> so if you're such a fucking genius with with uh, Rocket science and whatever. Shouldn't you know how long it takes for 70 gallons of water to heat up to the temperature you need? Yeah. Depending on the water, it could be two, it could be three, you know, somewhere in there. <clears throat> you know, to me, wouldn't you have worked out that equation before you told everybody you're going to fucking jump? Bullshit. A moron. Plans to go about a mile, reaching an altitude of about 800, 1,800 feet before pulling two parachutes. Mm, they're discouraging fans, safety issues, but it will be televised on his YouTube channel. He said, uh, let's see, he said he's been in contact with the FAA and the Bureau of Land Management. Following the jump, he said he's going to announce his plans to leap into race for governor of California. No joke. Yeah, that kind of is a joke. All right, let's see. Okay, here we go. His future plans include an excursion into pl into space. He and then somebody else has already brainstormed on a raccoon, which is. <laughs> <laughs> raccoon, which is a rocket that, rather being immediately ignited while on the ground, is carried into the atmosphere by a gas-filled balloon 
then separated from the balloon and lit. This rocket will take you about 68 miles up. First things first, this jump over Ghost Town. He will be tinkering with his rocket right up to takeoff. That that reassures me right there. The guy who builds another quote. A guy who builds his own rocket in his garage about to jump a mile is pretty cool, Hughes said. It's the most interesting human interest story in the world. <laughs> if by interesting you mean uh, that millions will get to see you possibly die doing your nutty bullshit with a fucking junk rocket, more power to you. I hope you pull it off, but there's a good chance I, I'm not I'm not buying it, all right? <sighs> Yeah, and in his fucking quote, the flat earth, the flat earth shitheads, and the idiots to say things like "there's no difference between science and science fiction," it, it just baffles me. And it usually comes out of the mouth of the flat earth shitheads. You have to be, you gotta just be beyond ignorant to believe in shit like that. So anyway, that was the first post. First thing I found on this idiot, basically his plans to fucking kill himself out of a rocket made out of scrap metal he found in a fucking garbage dump. That was on November 21st. So let's fast forward. Captain Limo Driver. November 24th. This is, uh, I found this in the Washington Post, uh, published the 24th of November by Amy B. Wang and Ivy Selk. I hope I said your names correctly. And basically said... California man who planned to launch himself 1,800 feet in the highest Saturday homemade scrap metal rocket in an effort to prove Earth is flat said he is postponing the experiment after he couldn't get permission from the uh, federal agency to do so on public land. Really? Sure. Sure, here you go, buddy. Just uh, drive your fucking Winnebago out there, shoot your fucking garbage rocket, and kill yourself. Yeah, we're all for it. No problem. Moron. Said Mike Hughes said, instead, Mike Hughes said the launch will take place sometime next week over on private property. Still in Amboy, California, uh, an unincorporated community in the Mojave Desert along historic Route 66. It's still happening. We're just moving it three miles down the road, Hughes told the Washington Post on Friday. This is what happens anytime you have to deal with any kind of government agency. Yeah, kind of, because, you know, they don't really want you to fucking kill yourself or look like an ass and then kill yourself on public land. You know, go figure. That's just crazy talk, isn't it? All right. Imagine that. He's claimed the Bureau of Land Management said he couldn't launch his rocket pl as planned on Saturday in Amboy. He also claimed the federal agency had given him a ver had given him verbal permission more than a year ago, pending approval from the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration. Representatives from BLM, Bureau of Land Management, and the FAA did not immediately respond to requests for comment because they don't want to have anything to do with this fucking dipshit. Like they're going to say, "Yeah, yeah, we're getting permission. Yeah, it's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead." Take a garbage rocket out there. Go ahead and splatter yourself over public land. All over public land. We want to see your skull roll down the highway a bit. 
It's a conspiracy. Mad Mike Hughes, you fucking dipshit. Uh, imagine that. All right. Oh, here we go. Hughes' ultimate goal is is a is basically a launch puts him miles above the earth. But a sixty-one-year-old limo limousine driver hopes to photograph proof that the, we live on a disc. It'll shut the door on this ball earth. Shut the door on this ball earth, he said in a fundraising interview with the flat up. There is discussed during the. Da, 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 da. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. I'm sorry. It'll shut the door on this ball earth, Hughes said in a fundraising interview with a flat earth group for Saturday's flight. Theories discussing uh, theories discussed during the interview included NASA being controlled by round earth Freemasons and Elon Musk making fake rockets from blimps. <sighs> what a dipshit. Oh man. Let's see. More flat earth bullshit. Hughes called into a flat earth community web show to announce that he had become a recent convert. We were kind of looking for new sponsors for this, and I'm a believer in flat earth, he says. I researched it for several months. For months. I researched flat earth for months. I know the truth now. Motherfucker's flat. Shit's flat, bro. So anyway... Apparently, this long story short, this impressed the host so much uh, that he kissed the flat Earth people's ass so much to give him so much more money. Uh, he he don't give a fuck if it's flat Earth or not. He's just trying to help fund his bullshit. So here's so they can give him however much money, more money he needs to go scrounging through fucking scrap yards to fucking build this hunk of shit. So he can blow himself up 68 miles above the earth, all while taking pictures with his goddamn cell phone camera. Or whatever the fuck he plans on doing. Um, a little snippets from his uh, bullshit with the flat earth people. Uh, let's see, one of the quotes is, the host sounded impressed. Hughes had actually flown a rocket, he noted. Whereas astronauts were merely paid actors performing in front of a CGI globe. Did, was there any decent CGI back then? I don't know. John Glenn and Neil Armstrong are fe- Freemasons, Hughes agreed. Once you understand that, you understand the roots of all deception. Fuck you. The host talked of Elon Musk's fake reality, and Hughes talked of Antichrist, Illuminati stuff. After half an hour of this, the host told his 300-some listeners to back Hughes' exploration of space. We need an individual. <laughs> we need an individual who's not com- <laughs> compromised by the government. Uh, we need an individual who's not compromised by the government. The, ho- the host told Hughes, and you could be that man. A flat Earth GoFundMe subsequently raised nearly eight thousand dollars. For Hughes, so he can go get eight grand more, eight thousand more dollars worth of bullshit to smack on this hunk of shit. Uh, 
What a crock of fucking bullshit. And then on the 27th, it all comes crashing down. This was by Rafi Letzer, staff writer um, from LiveScience.com. This I found this on the 27th. U.S. government shuts down Flat Earther's rocket launch. Just the facts. I don't need to read the whole goddamn thing. Mad Mike Hughes, Flat Earth conspiracy theorist, will have to wait a little longer for his science bu- bu- <laughs> to test his science-busting rocket. Hughes claimed on a YouTube that he had previously received tacit approval for the project from BLM and FAA and that agencies reneged on the approval after news reports. He also said that his mobile launcher broke down in his driveway and they had to repair it. Imagine that. Your mobile launcher, which which was a hunk of shit you bought off Craigslist, which is going to launch your rocket. (laughs) It broke down. Yeah, the FAA, BLM, they reneged my, you know, my really scientifically built launcher broke down in my fucking driveway. So everything went to shit for uh, Mad Mike Hughes because he's a fucking moron. So for you people out there who have followed this idiot, just know, follow up on him, read up on him, and the, and you flat earth people, what the fuck, guys? It's bullshit. Really? You were going to, fu- of all the things you could fund, you're going to fund the all the things you could start a GoFundMe for to prove that the earth is flat. You're going to fucking give money to this jackass, a limo driver who's a self-taught rocket scientist whose rocket was gonna is built out of crap and his uh launcher mobile launcher at that that he brought off bought off craigslist which was a mobile home he bought off craigslist and converted to a rocket launcher for fifteen hundred dollars broke down in his fucking driveway probably spilling more oil in his fucking neighborhood than saudi arabia could this is the guy you're going to fund. Okay. Now see that, that makes it less credible. Now, if you give somebody, get somebody you're going to fund with the, with the sense and education of somebody like an Elon Musk. Okay. I I can buy that, but mad Mike, the fucking limo driver, fucking shithead. You're going to fund this idiot. This is the guy you're going with. See, you're losing credibility there. People. One, that you think the earth is fucking flat. Two, this is the guy you you want to help prove it. This jackass. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy that's going to save the day. Fucking idiots. All right. I'll give a couple of, uh, enough of that rant. That idiot. That's all the news he deserves. So, let's go on. We're going to finish it up. I'm going to wrap it up. Give a couple of one-star reviews this week. Uh, my favorite thing. This is my favorite part of my podcast. Is uh, the one one-star reviews that I find on various sites that people give one-star 
Not because the product sucks, but if you read between the lines or just read what's written there, they're fucking morons. All right, I'm going to read this one verbatim, people. One out of five stars. You will get killed with this vest. Oh, let me start over. Titman paintball chest protector. Clear as day. Clear as crystal. Titman paintball chest protector. One out of five stars. This idiot says, you will get killed with this vest. This is not a bulletproof vest. I bout two last week, and I know I will be killed if I wear this for chest protection. Nowhere on the ad does it say that this is just for paintball. I typed bulletproof vest, and this pops up at the top of the list. Why? Please don't buy it if you're looking for a bulletproof vest. It's not. Now, the second sentence where I said, I bought two of these last week, whatever, that's what he put. Bout, not bought, bout, B-O-U-T. And uh, normally this is where I throw in my two cents and make fun of somebody being a dipshit. But <laughs> other people did it for me and left comments. Okay? So I'm going to read these. This is This is off the chain a little bit. There's three comments. The first guy says, would you trust your life with something that costs 20 bucks? Really? You got to be a bit more logical about these things. Second guy says, yes, it does. On top of that, it also doesn't say it is Kevlar either. Meaning, yes, it does say it's for paintball. And then another guy says, it's just padding for paintball sport. Good Lord, what in the world made you think that this was body armor for ballistics beyond paintball? So basically, he's already gotten called out by people because he's a fucking moron, can't read. Paintball chest protector. Just because you Google or whatever you did on Amazon, it's a need bulletproof vest. I mean, common sense is going to tell you, first of all, if it's 20 bucks, you're a moron if you trust that. Even if it doesn't say paintball chest protector. And, you know, everywhere you look on it for paintball use, not blah, 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 blah. <laughs> really? What a moron. Would you trust your life with something that costs 20 bucks? Really? I mean, people blasted his ass. Here's another, here's another dumbass that thought it was real. One star. Now, this is all, spelling's all fucked up, but I'm going to read it like supposed to sound. One star. Cheap shit. So I'm in the security business. Misspelled business. About a month ago, I bought this and gave it to a friend for, to a friend for protection. And yesterday night, yesterday's misspelled, as he was guarding at some apartments, he got shot. <laughs> One hit him in the stomach. The bullet went through, misspelled through. I also bought one and was using it, misspelled using it. I don't know what the fuck he was coming up with. But now, am I have to throw this piece of cheap junk away? I will no longer buy this cheap shit bulletproof vest, nor from its cheap company. What if my friend had died? <laughs> You're a fucking moron. <laughs> I want to read it again because it's awesome. Not that his friend got shot because he's that fucking dumb. 
that there's people out there like this. <laughs> so I'm in the security business. About a month ago, I bought this and gave it to a friend of mine. I bet he wants to whoop your fucking ass. <laughs> and yesterday night, as he was guarding in some apartments, he got shot. <laughs> One hit him in the stomach. I'm not laughing at your friend getting shot. I'm laughing that when he comes out of the hospital, he's coming at you with a fucking baseball bat. <laughs> One hit him in the stomach. The bullet went through. I also bought one and was using it. But now, am I have to throw this piece of cheap junk away? I will no longer buy this cheap shit bulletproof vest, nor from his cheap company. What if my friend had died? Well, if your friend had died, I think you might be an accessory to murder trying to tell this motherfucker, here's your bulletproof vest, Johnny. Go stand in front of that shotgun. <laughs> you fucking moron. Oh, my God. What on earth would make you think a $20 fucking <laughs> fake-ass paintball jacket would stop a bullet? Even if it said uh, bulletproof vest. Even if it was mislabeled. Oh, really? $20? What a fucking bargain. Jackass. This is a true stupid ass. I hope your friend... When he gets out of the, or when he got out of the hospital, when he gets out of the hospital, he comes up to you and just fucking punches you right in the fucking face. Then hits you and clubs you in the head with a fucking boot. Fucking moron. All right. How much time I got? Well, this one's going to be long. I don't care. Shearwing, half finger boxing gloves, MMA, UF, UFC, sparring, grappling, fight punch, ultimate mitts, leather gloves. Everything you know there. <clears throat> fucking basically MMA gloves. They just cover your fucking knuckles, knuckles and they tighten up on the wrist. I got I actually got a cheap pair similar to this, and I use it for a punching bag. No big deal. Heavy bag. Whatever. You just... They're gloves. One out of the five stars. Poor constructions. The way these are designed, they kept forcing my wrist to bend backwards. They sit in the bottom of my old gym bag now. Useless to me. Sir, you are a pussy and you must punch like a bitch. They, how do they force your your wrist backwards? You're hitting wrong. It's all on you. You're an idiot. You're poor form, dummy. You, you suck. You're a pussy. Okay. Crown Sporting Goods Ice Hockey Pucks. Six ounce. This dipshit. One out of five stars. I'm sure that would be fine if you want to play hockey. I bought this to strike my tuning fork against for healing purposes. Thus, I asked ahead of time if this hockey puck had a strong odor of chemicals, as that would be counterproductive to healing. I got two answers, and both said that it didn't smell at all, so I ordered it. When it came in the mail, I was shocked at how strong it smelled. It, I, it promptly put it outside. It says it. It promptly put it outside. As it is too toxic for my purposes. Not worth the hassle to return. I'm sure this would be fine if you want to play hockey, but if you're looking for something that doesn't stink to high heaven, this is not it. SMH. Shaking my head. God almighty, I can't believe somebody would give me a hockey puck that smelled like rubber. Oh, this is just totally fucking up my healing tuning fork or whatever the fuck weirdo all right mm. 
Whatever. You're what the fuck? Counterproductive to your bullshit tuning fork healing. Weirdo, you got more problems than that. Hockey puck, ice, uh, six ounce. One out of five stars. <laughs> the most re- <laughs> It means to say ridiculous. The most ridicule thing I ever buy on Amazon. The product is terrible. Not good at all. It doesn't help me at all. Do not buy it. It's too expensive and too small. Even when you use it on floor jack, it's not good. It's too small. Only good for tossing it in the trash can. (laughs) I don't understand what the fuck you're doing with it. Apparently, it's too small. (laughs) Most ridicule thing I ever bought on Amazon. Help you what? What are you trying to do with it? Too expensive and too small. Even when you use it on a floor jack, it's not good. What are you doing with a hockey pat hockey puck on a floor jack? What in the fuck? What the hell are you trying to do? What are you trying to do with a hockey puck that whoa what was that? Oh shit. What are you trying to do with a hockey puck that involves involves floor jacks? The most ridicule thing I ever buy on Amazon. This product is terrible. Not good at all. It doesn't help me at all. Do not buy it. It's too expensive and too small. Even one of you, even if you want to use it on floor jacks, it's not good. It's too small. Only good to toss it on the trash can. Not in the trash can, but on the trash can. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do, dude. That's 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 out there. Last one. I've had fun with this one. Now, this is the longest one I've done yet. Oh shit! All right. Two out of five star. Even though this is a two star, I had to add it because it's just silly. For a fucking hockey puck. Not for dogs. I got this for my dog who loves to play hockey across the linoleum in the kitchen. Yeah, he spelled linoleum all fucked up. I thought it could withstand him. It didn't last beyond five minutes of play and chewing. This can last through hours of hockey play, but not through a Dogo Argentino. <laughs> Fuck. I got this for my dog who loves to play hockey across the linoleum in the kitchen. I thought it could withstand him. It doesn't last five min- it didn't last five minutes of play and chewing. This can last through hours of hockey play, but not through a Dogo Argentino. Well, it is a fucking hockey pluck, you <laughs> pluck. See now I'm fucking all flustered from dipshittery. Well, it's a fucking hockey puck. Puck. I did it again. And what the hell is a Dogo Argentino? Let's see. Oh, it's a breed of fucking dog. Well, god damn, what an ugly fucking dog. See, you feed it hockey pucks. You need to slap shot that fucking puck right in the dog's fucking mush and hope it fucking gives it brain aneurysm. It's an ugly fucking dog. Whatever. All right, I got to wrap this one up. This one went a lot longer than I wanted to. But we we took care of Mad Mike dipshit and his garbage rocket, right? Okay. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope we uh, cleared up some shit. Please don't forget to rate this on iTunes or wherever you heard it. And please feel free to send me an email with topic ideas or stupid shit you'd like me to bitch and rant about or even your, your own stories. I'd love to hear them. Um. 
and I appreciate the few followers I have. I really do. Uh, and any suggestions you have, I'm all for it. If you want to insult me, I'm all for it. Just let me know. Just drop me a line. Follow uh, dwstupidity at gmail.com. Uh, go to the website's contact page. You can find that on uh, dealingwithstupidity.com. Go to the uh, contact page or on Twitter, dealingwithstupidity at dwstupidity. As always, questions, comments, episodes, ideas, just ideas, or just tell me to go jump off a fucking cliff. You know where to contact me. Thank you for dealing with my stupidity. Until next time, thank you and have a great week. And please don't lose your shit because other people are stupid. I know you want to, but don't do it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>